Hey you, welcome back to the podcast. I would like to preface this particular episode by saying that there might be some adult content in it. So if you have little ears, this might not be the episode that you play with them in your company. I'd also like to preface this by saying that um, some people are going to probably disagree with what I'm saying. (laughs) And I know that in my soul because God is saying to me, even as I prepare to go and record this, that I'm feeling a little fear. Okay, this kind of thing happens on occasion. When you read scripture and you find ways to apply it to your life outside of the way that the scripture is specifically written, a lot of people see it as controversial. Here's what I mean by it. I'm going to be talking to you a lot about um, areas of your life that, you know, that you love and that God wants to open your eyes to see how it is affecting you. And as I wrote this and as I shared, you know, what I was reading in the Bible this morning with Harry before he left for work, I could just kind of see on his face that he felt it was a little bit of a stretch. And I remember thinking and feeling the same way that he was looking (laughs) as though he was thinking and feeling. And, um, I mean, if I had heard long ago, what I'm about to share in this podcast, I would have been a little bit defensive and I, I would have seen the defense in applying it to, you know, my vices, like, don't tell me I can't drink wine in abundance in this way. And that it's wrong because all the TV commercials, all my friends, all the things, and it tastes so yummy and it works and it makes me feel good. All the excuses. So I want you to know that as I'm sharing this with you, even as I wrote it, as I wrote it this morning, all I could think was, oh, I'm scared. Oh, I'm scared. And God says, faith over fear. Where I'm afraid to share something, that's the enemy telling me, that's, the, that's how I know in my spirit that the enemy doesn't want you to hear this, okay? And I just felt like I just had chills to confirm what I'm saying to you. So I am going to be talking to you today about things that are probably going to be a little prickly, a little bit prickly. So I encourage you to lean in. I also encourage you that if you are driving during this particular episode, I'm going to be rep- referencing referencing a scripture that I, I want you to look up. I want you to pray about it and I want you to look it up and I want you to ask God what he's saying to you about this scripture, not just taking what I'm saying to you about this scripture as the truth. I mean, I'm a human, I'm flawed, but God's word ministers to my heart. And when it ministers to my heart, I believe it. I believe his word. I trust it and I obey it. And I just want to take you, I just want to bring you on this journey with me where I'm sharing with you what it is that God is saying to me when I read his word and how I apply it to my life, even in weight loss. So let's begin. Exodus 15, 26 says, he said, excuse me, let me give you the context. This is, wow, really? This is Moses praying and seeking God after 
God had just parted the Red Sea and all of the Israelites were just freed from the chase that ensued from the Egyptians. They just were released. They just were released from slavery. They had stepped into just complete awe as they saw God free them. They just deepened their faith. They got to the other side of the Red Sea. They were starting to make, you know, to settle a little bit. And as they were there, they began to complain because water wasn't good, all these things. And Moses prayed <clears throat> and asked God for help. And this is what this is what God said to them in Exodus 15, 26. He said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord, your God, the voice of the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all of his decrees, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases that I sent upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Girl, let me just tell you, I cannot read the Bible because it's like, I can't make progress because every single thing says even in weight loss. So I want to unpack this scripture for you because if I don't, I'm going to savor it. And this podcast episode is going to be three hours long and you're just going to never want to listen to me again. Let's talk about this. I'm unpacking this scripture. In this scripture, there's so much guidance from God that applies to us even in weight loss. God is expecting you to listen to his guidance. I mean, is his guidance only applicable to certain areas of your life? The scripture, just unpacking it, God is expecting you to see him as your Lord and your God. And your God, Lord and your God. This is easy to do. We can easily see God as the Lord of our lives, meaning that he has lordship. He's the one in control. This is easy to do when you are in a relationship with him where he is your loving father and your Lord. But you know, even loving God involves listening to him. And so many of us step into our faith and make Jesus our savior, but we skip over the lordship part, the Lord part. He's our Lord God. And Lord means Lord means someone having power and authority over us. I mean, do you see that in the scripture? Just unpacking a little bit more. Listening to God means doing what is right in his sight. I mean, the scripture clearly says that. It also means, uh, just unpacking it more, obeying his commands and keeping his de decrees means applying his word to every area of your life. It's when you know what you should do and you do it because Jesus is the Lord of your life. It's when you know what you shouldn't do and you don't do it because Jesus is the Lord of your life and in his lordship is your desire to be obedient because you know what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And you do that and you don't do that. There are clear blessings and protection from God in these patterns of obedience. There are blessings for our obedience. He's the Lord who heals you. I mean, the scripture even says, I am the Lord who heals you. In his lordship, though, is your healing. In you accepting 
his word as truth, and then applying it everywhere, including weight loss. There isn't any area of your life where he is telling you, listen carefully to the voice of the Lord and do what is right. Excuse me. In his sight, obeying him. There is no area that is exempt. Yet this world has taught us to make it, to make areas exempt. When you step into accepting his word as truth and applying it everywhere, including weight loss, you are going to find healing to your soul and your body. And your soul, as I teach in the Seekers Method, is your mind, your will, and your emotions. That's where your thoughts come from. That's where your desire to obey comes from. That's where you stop feeding what you're feeling. That's where all of that resides is in your soul. So when you apply God's word as truth and you apply it everywhere in your life, including weight loss, you're going to find healing to your soul and your body. And how I've done this is through giving him lordship, no longer being mastered by the Lord of my flesh, you know, by my stomach telling me what I should eat. No, giving him lordship, even in weight loss. I can do this. This is you and I. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And that means prepping when you don't feel like it. That means praying for strength when you need to walk away from that thing that's tempting you. That means praying for power when you're feeling a little bit hormonal and you have cravings that happen once a month that have you feeling controlled. I mean, he's the Lord who heals based on what the scripture tells us, but it requires following him and obeying him. This is a stretch for a lot of people. It's just a stretch for so many because they see God as the Lord over their lives, but not over their stomach or their appetite or their cravings. They're like, Sherry, hands off my food. And that's where, like when I started out talking, I would have been like, hands off my wine, hands off my coffee, hands off my desire to veg out and numb out in the tea, in front of the TV, eating my bag of popcorn or potato chips. They don't see, a, a lot of us when we're in this, we don't see that our excess weight or obesity as needing to be healed. I mean, the world has helped us disconnect this. When we're overweight, we see our excess weight as just needing to lose weight, right? (laughs) I mean, I even looked up the word overweight, you know, what it means. It means weighing too much or more more than is considered healthy or normal or proper. And when we're obese or we have excess weight, our bodies are unwell. Seeking God to lose weight means that we are seeking God to help you, to help us to apply obedience to our food just as easily, just as, how do I want to say this? (laughs) Seeking God to lose weight means that you are seeking God to help strengthen you so that you can apply obedience and lordship to your food just as easily as you are obedient to his lordship and his other commands in all of the other areas of your life. If you know what you should do and you don't do it, that is the very definition of sin. 
James 4.17. If we want God to care for us, we need to submit to his directions for living entirely. You don't need to lose weight necessarily. You don't need to just lose weight necessarily. But your mind and your body might just need healing from the way that the world has infected it. Your mind needs to understand that you can say no and that God is the authority, not your cravings or your habits. Just because something tastes good or you're craving it or you have habits when you or routines or rituals of, you know, when you celebrate with your family, you guys eat these things. These things start to take authority over our lives. And we struggle to say no. But you can say no. And you can apply God's word and see it as the source of authority over your cravings and habits. But you just need to realize, you need to make this connection that your body needs to understand that even though you're thinking it and feeling it and craving it, your body is not the authority. So I encourage you to seek help in this area. Pray for God to heal you, even in your thoughts about food. All right, we're going to pause for a quick commercial. And this next part is going to be the part where young years maybe shouldn't be around. All right, we're back. So in Exodus 15, 26, 26 God promised that if the people obeyed him, they would not suffer from the diseases that plagued those people at that time. They had all kinds of moral laws about not giving in to, you know, sexual promiscuity, going to a prostitute, because the effects of making those decisions, the cause and effect here, the effects of that were, you know, venereal diseases, let's face it. And the same, I believe, applies to us. And you know what? This is where the Bible speaks to me between the lines. I see such a correlation between sexual impulses that are incited by our eyes, you know, when we see temptation and experiencing and eliciting a hormonal response. God gave people clear boundaries about physical intimacy and God's laws for us are often designed to keep us from harm. Everything we do has an effect. If we are applying God's word to every area, the effect is healing and protection. And if we choose to apply God's word to certain areas, but not to other areas, we're going to suffer the, the consequences, the effects of those choices. So what could happen if you were to seek God for strength to obey your meal plan? I mean, ask yourself that question. What would happen if I started to seek God for strength in this area of my life as well? For him to strengthen you to obey your meal plan, to overcome your perpetual giving in to temptation. What could the effect of believing that he will help you to get stronger in this area, what could that effect be? If God made these promises in the Old Testament to the Israelites, you know, it, a lot of people get a little bit black and white with this about things being in the Old Testament versus the New Testament. But if God made these promises to the Israelites in the Old Testament, do they still apply to us today? God wants us, his word says it, to listen carefully 
to the voice of the Lord your God and to do what is right in his sight. So what is right in his sight in the area of your food in your life? What also could happen if you gave him lordship, which is power and authority in this area? I encourage you to pray about this, to look up Exodus fifteen twenty six for yourself and to ask God if this applies to you, even in weight loss.